Welcome to the Fuel Lift Thrive podcast, where we talk all things fitness, no-nonsense nutrition, and lifestyle transformation for the modern-day woman who's ready to quit the diet, ditch the scale obsession, and fall in love with being strong. Hosted by yours truly, Alessia Donato, opinionated Italian, lover of all things iron, who also happens to be a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, life coach, and owner of the Body by Less online nutrition and fitness program. So grab yourself a coffee as we get open and honest about what it takes to build a strong, fit, and healthy body and mind from the inside out. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Fuel Lift Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Alessia, and today we're talking all about cravings. Yep, I really, really wanted to make an entire episode about cravings because I think as a coach and as a human being, um, cravings are literally the most talked about thing in my coaching program when I speak to clients and of course in my day-to-day life I also have struggles with cravings so I wanted to actually go real deep today and help you crush your cravings. So today's episode I'm going to give you nine strategies to crush your cravings. So if you're ready to finally squash one of the most annoying things about, um, you know, a healthy lifestyle, basically a healthy lifestyle's toughest enemy, then you're in the right place. So stick around and we're going to go diving deep into the best ways to crush cravings. Look, cravings, food cravings, they pop up at the most inconvenient times and they usually involve foods that do absolutely nothing to help you reach your goals. In fact, we usually crave foods that make us feel worse after we eat them and we feel bloated, we feel blah and ready to take a nap. And in this episode of the Fuel Lift Thrive podcast, you're going to learn exactly what cravings are and why they happen and what you can actually do to put them in their place. So before we get started, it's important to know that your healthy lifestyle is not about depriving yourself of your favorite foods. We've got to get that clear. Instead, it's about enjoying the things that you love in moderation and in a way that lets you reach your goals and feel amazing in the process. So a big part of that is learning to control and manage your cravings so they don't control you. So I hope that the information and the strategies that I share in this episode this week are going to help you put cravings in their place once and for all. All right, so have you ever felt like a complete failure for simply having a craving or wondered if maybe some people don't even get them? Guess what? You're not alone. That's true. You're not alone because 
I felt like that and I'm pretty sure every single person has felt like that at one point in their life. And a big fact is, is that almost everybody has cravings. Um, A study that was actually published in the journal Appetite found that 97% of women and 68% of men reported having at least occasional cravings. Cravings are intense desires for specific foods, desires that feel stronger than normal hunger. In fact, you can have cravings and not even be hungry. And believe me, this happens more often than not. And some some researchers actually have theorized that nutritional deficiencies can also lead to cravings. So for example, wanting to chew on ice chips is tied with being deficient in iron. Did you even know that? So fascinating. Also, Craving salty foods can be an indication of low sodium. That's a condition that's quite rare. And it's important to note that a lot of people with normal sodium levels still crave salty foods, but for the most for most people, most of the time, cravings have very little to do with deficiencies. And we're gonna talk about why. So let's dive a little bit deeper into what cravings are, okay? So we usually don't crave nutrient-dense, healthy foods. Instead, we crave highly palatable foods that are heavily processed and contain a lot of salt, a lot of fat, and or sugar. So most of the foods that we crave have one thing in common, they contain a lot of calories. So instead of blaming nutrient deficiencies, experts believe that cravings are more complex and they can be tied to hormones, they can be tied to lack of sleep, our emotions, which is very, very common and the one that I see the most, habits and environmental cues, as well as so many other things um, that are involved with cravings. So even though the reasons are complex, there are simple, clear-cut steps that you can actually take to minimize your cravings so they are less intense and less frequent. So on top of helping you curb your cravings, I'm going to share some steps that can have a bonus impact on your overall health, your overall energy, and your well-being. Okay, so we're going to talk about some craving creators and, of course, some ways to crush those cravings. So the first craving creator is not eating enough. So one sure way to open yourself up to cravings is eating too little. In fact, it can set you up for a vicious cycle of cravings and overeating. Understanding uh, that can happen when you don't follow regular eating routine or a schedule or you forget to eat because you're too busy, you're skipping meals, you're drastically cutting your calories and maybe you want to really lose weight fast, then that is under eating. Each of those scenarios can actually lead you to feel legitimately hungry and maybe even leave you feeling 
hangry, which is hungry and angry, because your blood sugar levels are dropping. And that can leave, lead you to have cravings for high calorie foods. And that's totally normal. So this can also make you start to think that you deserve those extra calories or fatty sugary foods because you haven't eaten enough all day. And that is where you're going wrong. So how do we actually curb this craving creator? How do we crush it? We eat on a more regular schedule. So start incorporating regular meal times. If weight loss is a goal of yours, remember that lasting results come from a sustainable calorie deficit versus crash dieting. And you also want to anticipate when you'll be hungry and have healthy foods on hand before it gets out of control. And this requires planning. Remember, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. The second craving creator is dun 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 not having a plan so there's a sneaky reason it's a good idea to come up with a meal plan for the next few days okay maybe maybe even for the entire week okay and the reason is because when you plan you have um you 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 know what you're doing right you're you're planning for um Unnecess- you're planning for things that could potentially happen, okay? And when you have food on hand when you're hungry, yes, you might choose healthier foods by planning ahead. And yes, you'll probably save money by avoiding last minute purchases. But the sneaky craving eliminator is that you won't have to spend so much time thinking about food because you have planned it. So if you're somebody who's always thinking about food, I really challenge you to start planning your meals, plan your routine. So it's no surprise that thinking about food a lot can make you hungry. It can create unnecessary cravings. Can you imagine a life without constantly wondering what you're going to have for breakfast, what you're going to have for lunch, what's for dinner, because you've already thought about it prior, okay? You've already planned it out. So once you get used to planning and prepping, you will be so amazed at the peace of mind this will bring you, especially if you're the uh, primary meal preparer in the house, like if you're the only one who's planning and shopping and preparing the meals in the house. So not only will it free up brain space and eliminate what's for dinner stress, it will also save you so much time during the week. So make a plan for your meals and snacks ahead of time. This could be before the week ahead or it could be midweek. You have to find a way that fits in your schedule, something that fits you, right? My favorite way is doing it at the beginning of the week or at the weekend so you can plan for it and then prep and cook for the next few days. And as much as possible, try to stick to your plan because there's no point making a plan if you're not going to actually stick to it. Okay, the third craving creator is actually being thirsty. 
Surprise, surprise, yet another reason to make sure that you're getting enough water and and staying hydrated throughout the day. So drink at least half of your body weight in ounces every single day and more if you're working out. So staying well hydrated can help ward off cravings. So if you are not drinking enough water and you're having a lot of cravings, you can look at that first. Why? When your body is thirsty, you can interpret that feeling actually as hunger. So that can spark a craving. So staying hydrated throughout the day can help your body's thirst signals stay on track and in check as well as keep you feeling full. So that is really, really important. And by the way, studies show that in middle-aged and older adults, drinking water before meals can ramp up their weight loss. I am personally not a huge uh, proponent of that. However, sometimes it can actually help you eat less because you're already full from water. So if you're someone who overeats at mealtimes, maybe you can start looking at practicing that by drinking a big glass of water before your meals. But again, it's not like magic, right? It's just a few studies that I have seen um, that show this. In one study, for example, researchers fed people from the ages of 55 and 75 a low-calorie diet, and half of them drank 500 mLs of water before each meal, and the group that drank water lost about 2 kgs, more than the group that didn't. And that could be to do with the fact that they didn't eat as much. So something to consider, right? So track your water intake and make sure that you're getting at least half of your body weight in pounds and in in ounces each day. And if you feel a craving coming on, drink a glass of water and wait a few minutes to see if the craving goes away. Okay. Craving creator number four is being tired. So if you're tired, chances are you're going to get cravings. So make sure that you get seven to nine hours of quality sleep every single night. Yes, look, I know this is another piece of advice that you've probably heard to death, but that's a good reason why, because getting enough sleep can have a tremendous impact on your overall health, your energy, and your well-being. Poor sleep can be one of the top reasons why your cravings are running wild. And this is something that I see so much with my clients. When they're not getting enough sleep, they have the worst food habits. So because your appetite is affected by the hormones leptin and ghrelin that go up and down over the course of a 24-hour period, your sleep-deprived body disrupts those fluctuations, which affect not just your appetite and your cravings, but also your metabolism. So you feel more hungry and you have more cravings. Your body never feels fully satisfied when you eat. Your your hormone imbalances make your body believe there's an energy shortage. So it slows down your metabolic rate and stores the food you eat as fat. Talk about a recipe for disaster and gaining weight. So in fact, researchers found that severely deprived people are as much as 55% more likely to become obese than people who get enough sleep. So you got to get sleep. 
get your Z's. So uh, do your best, like I said, to get seven to eight of uh, hours of quality sleep each night. Use a sleep tracker if this is something really tough for you. So maybe you can start looking at some sleep trackers. There's the Whoop Band. There's the Aura Ring. You can even download apps that are on your phone that are um, motion censored that stay with you throughout the night and record your sleep patterns. So monitoring how much you sleep uh that you're how much sleep that you're getting and whether or not it's been a restful night is so crucial and if you don't get enough sleep and you feel cravings coming on acknowledge your sleep deprivation and do your best to ride it out by making sure that you get enough sleep that you get enough water intake and you're eating a good healthy balanced diet so you're working with those basics that i talk about over and over again on my podcast and of course make sure to get enough sleep the following night as well so you want to avoid um kind of stacking you know bad sleep over bad sleep because then you're just going to compound those feelings and those cravings okay Craving creator number five is eating a poor, out-of-balance diet. So, of course, we're going to talk diet um, because it really plays such a big role in your cravings. So, it doesn't take long for your diet to get out of balance, especially if you drink a lot of soda or other sugary beverages, if you focus on calories versus the quality of those calories. So, you're only focused on calories and you're not focused on the quality of your diet and you eat a lot of processed food. So if you're doing those three things, chances are you have a poor diet and it's out of balance. So this truly does matter because it's actually the nutrients in your food that keep you feeling full, especially protein and fiber and healthy fats. So if you're not getting those three nutrients, you are going to be really struggling with cravings. So Make sure that you're getting enough of those nutrients in and this will go a long way towards keeping you full, satisfied and energized and craving free. So if you're struggling with those things, your blood sugar can go on a crazy up and down ride, which leads to craving foods that you kind of want because they feel and taste nice, but also because they pick you up and give you that energy and usually they're full of sugar and fat. So kind of those like pick me up foods, right? So for a balanced diet, you want to have a balanced macro percentage or a macro split. Now, don't overthink this, okay? It's it shouldn't be super complicated. Of course, it is very, very um, dependent on many factors, but I'm going to give you a rough kind of idea, okay? 30% of your daily calories should be protein. 30% of your daily calories should be fats. And 40% should be carbs, okay? So that is going to be your whole diet. And then, of course, you want to also get your fiber intake. So I think 25 grams is a good start for women, and 38 grams or around 38 grams for men. So remember, if you want tailored calorie and macro goals, um, you will need to take into consideration many, many things. And you can always reach out for me, um, reach out to me and I can help you sort that out. Or you can also go to tdcalculator.net and you can figure that out for yourself. So 
that is really important. But let's talk about carbs real quick because um, the dietary guidelines uh, recommend 40% to 65% of your total daily calorie intake from carbs. And that is probably something that will probably freak most people out because many believe that carbs are the enemy, okay? And that it's carbs that are giving them cravings. But that is so, so far away from the truth. It's actually the type of carbs that they are choosing rather than the carbs itself. So eating or drinking, things like refined or processed carbs, things like soda and breads and and biscuits and chocolates and those kinds of carbs are going to shoot your blood sugar right up and then quickly back down again. And that can leave you feeling really, really hungry for more. So things like refined carbs are found in processed foods like cookies, cakes, most snack foods, and anything really that contains a lot of white processed sugar. So that is what we want to really pay attention to. So if you're afraid of carbs, I'm telling you, don't be, but just start looking at what kind of carbs you are eating. So let's look at the kind of carbs that you could be eating, okay? So focusing on eating unrefined whole carbohydrates like veggies, your fruits, your legumes, whole grains that contain micronutrients and nutrients that your body needs such as fiber so that's going to help you feel full so those are the better choices of carbs and avoiding drinking soda avoiding drinking sugary juices or excessively artificially flavored drinks Um, always try and check the ingredients and check the sugar content i'm not saying that it's completely you know off limits and you should never have it again but if it's you know primarily what you consume, then you want to take a real, uh, you want to take a look at your diet and rethink those um, the intake of what you're eating. So basically, you want your carbs to be as close to their natural state as possible with few additional ingredients. So the less ingredients, the better. And if it's one ingredient, even better. So make sure that you also just include protein as well and healthy fats. So, you know, you have to also include all three macros, not just carbs, not just fat, not just protein. Um, I see a lot of, you know, people that are on keto diets um, that crave a lot of carbs because they aren't eating a lot of carbs. And so you always want to have a balanced diet that includes all macros, proteins, carbs, and fats. Okay, craving creator number six is skimping on protein. Okay, I've just talked about protein, but I wanted to dive a little bit deeper in protein and why it's important. So we're going to take a quick deep dive into protein because it literally is the most filling of all the nutrients. So make sure that you're getting enough of it and 
I, I can guarantee that you're going to crush your cravings. Um, studies show that eating protein can reduce your appetite, stopping you from overeating and helping you with crazy cravings. So a study of overweight teenage girls found that when they ate a protein-filled breakfast, they had fewer cravings. And another study, this one is a study of overweight men, showed that when they increased their daily protein intake to 25% of their calories, it cut their cravings by 60%. 60%. That's huge, all right? So look for really healthy sources of protein such as plain Greek yogurt, eggs, poultry, fish, legumes, lean meats, tofu, and other plant-based alternatives if you're a vegan. So spread your protein intake out over the course of the day by including protein-rich foods at each meal. So without getting too complicated, think about a serving. And a serving could look like a palm-sized for a woman or two palm-sized or three palm-sized servings for a man and adjust as needed. So set yourself up for the success of the day by eating protein at the beginning of the day your breakfast and mix it up mix up your protein choices and find the sources that help keep you uh full and keep your appetite and cravings at bay okay craving creator number seven is stress yep stress stress doesn't just put you in an overwhelmed mood it affects your hormones in a way that appears to be linked with cravings especially cravings for sweets so about one quarter of adults rate their level of stress as eight or higher on a 10 point scale according to the american psychological association now studies show that when women in particular are under stress They eat more calories and have more cravings than women who don't feel stressed. So add insult to injury, stress causes your body to release excess cortisol, which can also lead to weight gain, especially in the belly region. So we got to get our stress under control, guys. Here's a quick rundown, okay? I'm going to give you a quick rundown of what can actually happen when this happens when you're in a stress state. So when you get a sudden jolt of stress, at first, it might cut your appetite. This is very common. As your body goes through its fight or flight response, and then the, if the stress continues, your body releases cortisol, which boosts your appetite. Your appetite, And then people who were stressed seemed kind of to be drawn to certain types of food. Those that are high in calories, fat and sugar are or all three so you know highly palatable foods junk foods so that could be because these foods are you know comforting right they are comforting they make us feel good and they soothe some of those bodies stress responses including emotions And not only that, but when you're stressed, you're probably not sleeping very well and you're not eating very well and you're not hydrating very well. So there's all of these things, right, that we've talked about that get affected when you're stressed out. So don't wait to deal with your stress. Plan ahead for it. Include some stress management techniques in your everyday life 
and go for a walk outside. You can meditate or pray. You can journal. Whatever works for you, find it and do it. I like including some breathing techniques, especially when you're getting stressed or when you're feeling stressed and you're starting to get a craving. So you can start just taking five to 10 minutes of deep breathing, which will help really bring down your fight or flight response and put you in a a parasympathetic state. If you find yourself dealing with stress-related cravings, you can also recognize them and do your best to direct yourself towards healthier choices. So this means knowing yourself. It means finding ways that you can cope with your stress. And when those cravings come, you have those in your toolbox. You have coping mechanisms in your toolbox. So I like making a list beforehand, okay? Not when you're stressed, but beforehand of all the things that you can turn to whether you're bored whether you're sad whether you're angry turn towards non-food related activities or non-food related ways to de-stress okay a lot of people drink alcohol and this is actually something that will in make things worse in so many other ways it will make your cravings worse it will make you feel worse physically and mentally and guilty and it will also impact your hormones and your sleep so if you know alcohol is a way for you to de-stress try to find an an alternative way of de-stressing okay craving creator number eight is your environment and your emotions so again talking about emotional eating and stress-related eating do you know that Cravings can be triggered by emotions. Do you even know what triggers your cravings? You might know some of them, but chances are there are some unconscious triggers making you crave certain foods. Some cravings you might recognize, craving for pizza on a Friday to celebrate making it through the week or having a glass of wine at the end of a really stressful day or wanting some ice cream when you feel bored sitting in front of the TV. Or maybe it's simply knowing that there are cookies in the pantry and all of a sudden you crave cookies. So while those are some obvious cravings, you might also have some hidden triggers or hidden habits. So for example, you might associate sitting down on the couch at night with specific foods like chips or popcorn. Those triggers seem automatic, so you don't even think about them, right? But once you're aware of your triggers, you can actually anticipate them and have a plan in place for when they strike. So you can have a snack food in the house that is a little bit healthier. You can feel angry or lonely, but have a coping mechanism to deal with those emotions. Okay. You can feel happy or want to celebrate someone's birthday or promotion or other win, okay, without food. You can associate certain foods with specific activities, you know, pizza, bowling, buttery popcorn, movies, you know, that kind of thing. But you don't have to follow that. You can make a different choice, okay? So take note of your cravings and the circumstances that are surrounding them. Watch for patterns. If it's possible, avoid keeping 
trigger foods in your house like for me for example i if i have chocolate in the house i will eat it if i have chips in the house forget it i will eat them in one sitting all at one time so you need to know yourself if you must have trigger foods in your home maybe because you live in a house with other people or someone else is in charge then keep them out of sight as best as you can so they don't tempt you distance yourself from your cravings go for a walk brush your teeth have a big drink of water or anything else that involves um, getting away from your trigger and not being in that environment be mindful before you give in to a craving this is something that most people don't even do most people just literally give in to every single craving they have you don't have to do that you don't have to give in okay every single time you crave for something you don't have to you can say no you can say no being mindful of your feelings is so so transformative so at the end of the day look if you do decide to eat the food create a distraction free zone turn off all tv and distractions put your smartphone down and eat the food mindfully chewing it slowly and thoroughly and enjoy it be in the present moment and then move on that's it okay that is how you detach from emotional eating okay number nine craving creator is under fueling your tough workouts this is a little bit related to um under eating but i wanted to make a quick note about this because a lot of people uh generally or especially women they fast when they train okay they don't fuel their workouts properly so they don't fuel their workouts and they tend to you know train on a fasted stomach doing fasted cardio and then they come home and what do they do they stuff their face because they are so freaking hungry so it's important to fuel your workouts so if you feel extra hungry on days that you exercise you want to plan ahead by eating something small or a small balanced meal after your workout plan your meals ahead of time have healthy food options available okay preferably foods that are high in fiber high in protein and healthy fats that will keep you full for longer and satisfied if you think that you may be overdoing it with your workouts maybe you're doing too much fasted cardio consider it uh, consider it time to scale back. Consider scaling back so that they don't leave you feeling so exhausted and so famished, okay? I'll give you a quick example. My mom is a runner and she loves to go for long runs, sometimes just long walks. And these walks can sometimes last for three hours. And then she'll do it on an empty stomach and she'll come back home and she'll be so freaking hungry that she will literally eat an entire freaking packet of pasta and guys look that's what's going to happen because your body is so depleted and it needs energy and so avoid doing these fasted cardio workouts or under fueling your workouts okay so now that you have you know kind of listened to me ramble on about all these ways that you can create cravings i want to actually give you some overarching tips okay so 
three major things that you can do that you can take away from today's episode because you can cut down on the number of cravings that you have and their intensity. And it all boils down to these three major things. Number one is improve your diet. Eat a healthy, whole foods, nutrient-rich diet. We know what to eat. We know what the kind of foods that we should be eating. Foods that contain protein, that contain adequate fiber, and are low in added sugars. And, of course, not to forget to stay hydrated. The second thing is to give your lifestyle a feel-good makeover. Look at your sleep. Look at your stress. All right? Very, very important. Stay well-rested and practice some stress management. Very crucial. And number three is practicing some form of self-awareness and mindfulness. Learn about yourself. Learn about your cravings and your triggers and address those underlying issues that might be driving your emotional eating. So if you focus on these three major steps, you will see results. You will start to see less and less cravings. You will start to feel less and less tied down to your emotional eating. So being consistent will help you avoid temptations. And it won't be long until you notice that your cravings start to lessen and maybe completely disappear. Okay? So it is possible, guys. And I'm always here for you. And if you have any questions whatsoever, you can always reach out to uh, me and ask questions. I love speaking to my community. You can find me on Instagram and on Facebook. The links are in the show notes of the episode. You can also join the free fat loss uh, secrets for busy women Facebook group also linked in the show notes. And if you want to download your free gift, you can head on over to the link in the show notes to your free Kickstart Fat Loss Bundle. And in this free Kickstart Kickstart Fat Loss Bundle, you'll get workouts, you will get um, a complete macro cheat sheet, you'll get recipes, you will also have a complete how-to guide on how to lose fat, your first two to five pounds in seven days, Uh, without counting calories. Yep, that's right. So head on over to the show notes and grab that free gift for you. And of course, if you're ever interested in learning about coaching, maybe you've been thinking about getting a coach and you really truly want to start seeing results, then this is the time for you. Come on over and book yourself a free clarity call with me. Again, link in the show notes. All right, guys, thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode. I love talking to you guys and I love being on here with you. So thanks again and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye for now.